0: Welcome to the Wise Men's Day Reaction Pod. Sunderland have beaten Bolton Wanderers 1-0 at home. Is that our fifth win in a row at home? I believe it is. I'm Matthew Keeling and we're in Volk's Brewery in Roka. And I'm joined by Michael Loff. Hi, mate. Good evening. Good evening. And I'm joined by Richard Easterbrook as well. Hello, Rick. Hello. Did you see this game, Richard? I
1: saw half of it, Probably. (laughs) Uh, didn't watch MasterChef, but no, uh, yes. Oh, not no, but yeah. seriously, no, nah, but seriously, <laughs> I saw everything.
0: No, it was um.
2: How would we describe it? A hard fought, a ground out win. Michael, I believe I was saying before the Richard, like before we came on, that I think back game as a whole, it felt like it cut above what we've seen so far. Like I felt like a championship game, like mid table, maybe rather than like a typical yeah. League One win. I think there was plenty of quality from both sides, and we kind of cancelled each other out. I think the Bolton, like, they kept on persisting with the way they wanted to play. They were very open, very attacking, and I think so were we. So I think it made for a good game overall. And I'm just delighted with the win because I bat- felt like a massive three points. The way that we kind of, like, you see ground it grounded out, the way the fans reacted, the full time, the way the players reacted. 100% home record. You can't ask for much more, really. No,
0: I agree. I, it, it did very much feel like a an important winner I thought Bolton were actually they were quite good yeah. I, I thought they were the best side we've played for me um, I was certainly more impressed with them than I was with I know it was the first game of the season but with Wigan for yeah. example um, and they were enor- They were an enormous size, but they were actually technically very good Richard I think.
1: yeah they played out I know mean, I know there were some dicey moments with their keeper um, yeah he's crap it was hilarious actually but well, we developed him joel dixon oh is that him yeah ah. oh he's pathetic oh, he's terrible yeah he's off but like some of the some of the stuff they did at the back was like really hairy like i was i was worried for them even though i'm like the opposition fan but yeah we uh what was the question well i was asking
2: if you were impressed with ball oh yeah yeah no they, they moved the ball from back to front really well but, uh, oh, that concludes the ball of Wanderers podcast yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think it's testament to us that I know it was kind of by hook by crook at the end because we were sitting back a lot but I do think they get a clean sheet against a team who were free scoring for playing like very attacking football coming into the game I thought we had a good chance of winning but I thought it might, might have been a 3-2 or a 4-3 even maybe yeah, yeah. And to, I think they keep a clean sheet against them. I think Hoffman, he looked good again. After the Ayrton Stanley game where he looked very kind of nervy, I think he had a good performance. I know Doyle does really well to slow him down, Their um, attacker, but he made a really good save towards the end against the three points. Um, he made a good save early on. And he absolutely loved it full time as well, celebrating the fans. I think, I think he could be a really astute piece of business because he looks really comfortable as well playing out from the back, which is what we want to do. I think for me
0: with him, it very much looks like that that Ackrington game was just purely down to circumstance, yeah. like nerves maybe. Um, been he'd not really been here a long time and he was thrown into the team. Um, I thought he was ec- excuse me, I thought he was excellent last week and I thought he was I thought he was great today. The double save for me in the first half. he thought initially, oh, he's fumbled it, but he, he hadn't. had he, he kind of reacted more
2: than more than fumbled it. Mick is the resident goalkeeper. <laughs> Do I you? mean, I'm going to sound a bit like Rick here, but um, because I sit in like, the south stand, I didn't get a great view of that. Now, what so, did you think of that? Oh, no, net. I mean, I, I had the, the kind of like, foresight to sit about 20 rows back in the south stand so I could at least see the player. But um, <laughs> But no. I still haven't seen it back, so I me it did look like he fumbled it, but if you've seen it back, then no, you've seen uh, it at the time. I've not seen it back, but it was in front of me, so I was sort of like, it looked
0: like he fumbled it, but it did come through a crowd of players, and then he's reacted well to that, and he's. They didn't. Basically, they didn't score. So it was a, a decent
1: save, wasn't it? At the end of the day, I think one thing I have noticed is that the back, the back four look comfortable. Yeah. In front of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, that says everything really about you know they're not they're not balling him out. They're not shouting at him for not putting a putting a name on it, which you know obviously communication is key for a goalkeeper, and he, he seems to get that straight away. And it's obviously it just to, to coin it to to use it, a cliche, he looks like a safe pair of hands, but.
2: Well he does <laughs> I know he really does though right? yeah. uh, uh, Speaking of that 4 I think um, Dennis and I hope that's not a serious injury I was injury. just going to say that Because I think he's looking better and better with every game he plays And I was saying to Richard before we've had players before who have performed well at this level but they've kind of looked flat out to achieve that standard whereas certainly, he like, kind of breezes through games at the moment and the kind of bit of quality for Winchester's goal of the club that was really, really good. And he's that running made the other night against Wigan. It, now he's looking like the player that we thought we were getting from yeah. Spurs, which is really which is like excellent, really. He could be a real coup, and I hope he just keeps on going the way he is. Callum Doyle, like I mentioned earlier, I don't think he had quite as many hairy moments today as he did against Stanley. Um, I know he plays the ball out from the back a lot, but that's played yeah. in instruction. But I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't at all because after that's instruction it's what we're going to get from him but I think he looked a lot more composed doing it. Stanley, I think, was the exception rather than the rule so far this season. Um, Flanagan, I thought he was excellent again today, talking people through the game when we needed somebody to be. That experienced head, that kind of like, professional to see it through, I thought he was really, really good. Um, Winchester, again, getting the goal from fullback making that run. When have we seen before a fullback making that run into the box? We, we just don't see it. So I think the back four deserve enormous credit, like I say, one for just keeping aside like, both and out who played really attacking good football. And two, as I say, we just look so shooting and comfortable at the minute, and we're only going to get better the more games these guys get. So, delighted, really.
0: No, I, 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 look, I, I think defensively, like, that's an important. Like Obviously, you've mentioned Winchester going forward. I think it's an important clean sheet to get that because it's like, it's, it's a game where I was all through the second half, I was going, we need another goal, we need to score again because they are going to score. And uh, you know, I know they missed one of their just men, like snuck round the back post and really should have scored, and he missed by miles. Um, But I just uh, the back four deserve enormous credit. And to be fair, like I don't uh, Bailey Wright when he came on, he helped see the game out. A few dicey moments, but we never. I think we never looked. The seven minutes of injury time, we never really.
2: I wasn't overly worried during the down Fleetwood last week as well and I think for that entire seven minutes we were kind of like shitting ourselves personally, <laughs> weren't we? There was an inevitability about the equaliser, even though ironically we had a lot of opportunity to see that game out no, and yeah, get rid right. of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: When when the ball uh, went out into the north stand and was
1: being thrown around, yes. it was about five five yeah. and a half minutes of, of stoppage time. See what the referee did he? He held up his, you know, <laughs> he's, he's over there. Actually, he's yeah. come in from behind. He held, held his watch aloft, so that everyone oh, could see. Uh, so he was like, "I'm stopping the clock here." And he, it was just like very school teachery. Yeah. And he what played. He was a dick? Well, he played like a good a
2: good minute longer than he should have done.
1: It. it and yeah. we just yeah. saw, we saw it could out. Have could have cost
2: it. us. We saw it out. No, but yeah. the apart from if we hadn't have seen it, I, I, I would have like you know how Brian Clough famously hugged Mark Crossley up by a peg in the dressing room. I think I would have done that with Dejan. When yeah. he just got the ball And fair enough If you have a shot Like run ironically You have a shot Went out for a goal kick I don't mind that No that's fine Because that, when he went through Yeah and he just He did nothing with it He was just like yeah. That lad in five aside When you win them by ten goals With five minutes left And they're just dicking about with it That was what he was doing I just, Like for me Look I, I thought When he came on I, I thought I, wa- I don't, I don't want to be I, I wasn't really that
1: impressed with him To be honest It was a bit where he like it's a very small moment but he, he looked like he ducked a challenge when he was streaming up the left side and the lad coming across him he just kind of like shit himself and and just stepped out yeah. of it which which for me is a red flag it's I, like Adnan I eye kind just of just think he's, kind of he's clearly technically really good like there was that yeah. f- lovely flick and
0: then he uh, the annoying thing is when he didn't shoot he'd beaten him twice yeah. like he's shown like you've got past him twice like just put it in the bottom like, corner, like right? you threw it. Like
2: him. an Aldi Steed Malbranque, you know? Yeah. Like, you just beat him twice for the just, and... <laughs> just put him in. Just put yeah. it in. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to be. You can't, I'm not going to be too critical Don't, of him, but I just, just thought. Don't
0: write him off. I'm off, not you. writing him off. I'm not writing him off. know so uh, no, I can't do that. because people will shout at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, why Who else played? All oh, nine played well, actually. He did. He did. I should say this because people shout at me for that as well.
1: No, he made some really good blocks. Uh, I thought Dan Neal had a quiet game but he, he just it's
2: just technically
1: quality, excellent though isn't
2: yes. he like, he's like really like it's like Bernardo Silva yeah I don't know what you you lads think but I think there's been a lot of harsh criticism like when I've gone on Twitter after the game I see quite a lot this podcast I agree mate. <laughs> no i see quite a lot of people though saying they're like alright oh, like, we'll sat back and accepted it today and I don't think it was a case of that I think it was a case of like Bortum had a really good spell I agree. they are a good technical side and they pinned us for a bit I don't think that was necessarily a tactic from us, and I think we rolled it out well, and we had our own chances in the second half. So Pritchard, for example, at the start of the second half. If, if that goes in, you're winning that four-five. you? Yeah, no, exactly. Sorry. So See? I think it's a little bit harsh to kind of level that criticism at us because I oh, think. I agree.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. That
2: spell in the second half was probably the
1: most pressure we've been under, like most sustained amount of pressure. Because you know we've played teams like when we played Wimbledon, they've had little spells. Wickham had a spell in the second half when we played yeah. them. Uh, the same with Wigan at the start of the season. They had that spell in the first half, but this was uh, the most sustained pressure we've been under for for a while. And you know the fact that just came through, uh, uh, you know the uh, the Doyle tackle that, that killed them in the end. And that had echoes of uh, when Pickford made the save in the uh, in the, uh, the the season they stayed up before before the relegation run. Was it against uh, Was it against Everton when he when he made that save and celebrated? oh we got relegated
2: no no we stayed up didn't we, no, no, oh, that, we that, he that, only that. played in the season oh, we got relegated no, no, he, didn't, no, did he? You had the old game on the but the moment you're referring to was specifically against Leicester Leicester 1-2-1 we, we went down we went down that season no, Yeah, no, it was pointless but we won the game so, <laughs> <We> another <laughs> great contribution to <laughs> <of> the wise <laughs> I'm going to be taking out the
0: fire line here, <laughs> aren't I? Um, who else what, what else are you talking about um, I don't know really
2: uh, em- like, so Embleton was quite quiet, I thought, maybe. He was, but again, I think that was because we moved him. We we're coming to Pritchard, which yeah. I'm the biggest fan of, if I'm completely honest. I didn't see enough
0: of
1: Pritchard to warrant moving Embleton from that position. So he had a great opening, 15. Oh, he we can say, all do that. Yeah, yeah, but he, he was I think he just... I he started was, this podcast well, Richard. That's yeah. <laughs> he basically played with, like, R1. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for the yeah. first 10 minutes. You're going to tell us now it's L1 for sprint on FIFA, but... It's R2 nowadays. It. R2, R2. <laughs> Jesus! Daft bastard. Shut your mouth. He played with triangle very well. He should have scored, though. Which is FIFA 99, he used to sprint with the triangles. Oh, I used to just press the one where you could just... hack the goalkeeper when he had the yeah. ball in his hand. I used to like run away from L2, the I think. Right, L2, I On FIFA, FIFA 99, there's a button where you can do professional foul. L2? It's, exactly. There's always... It's,
2: it's like L2 and R2. Oh, I love that. And it's just like, oh, absolutely kill someone. My favorite ever was, this um, is football, where you could do a deliberate dive. Oh, I love diving. We should bring back more diving. Yeah, and if, oh. you t- if you timed it right, where like, the player was just about to tackle your guy, and you press it, you got the pen every time. So it was like a proper, like, kind of cheat almost about being a proper cheat. Life hack. Yeah, life hack. Hey,
0: um,
2: there's substitutions today,
0: though. Um they killed it for me like, yeah uh, I, I wasn't a massive fan of them if i'm honest i think i mean i had an uh,
2: enormous panic when we balled bailey right so i was like well, we've already made three man <laughs> uh, points deducted no i
0: believe um we will have had a concussion substitute i believe is why well we must have i
1: hope, I ho- I hope you we haven't have and i hope we get deducted all of our points <laughs> you know it felt like I don't know if it, if it kind of coincided with Bolton's spell of kind of superiority, it but it seemed like looked, a bad
0: time to make all yeah, the changes.
1: I don't think we, you know, that you, Yaku didn't really get into the game um, till late on. Really, um, I, I don't. It just felt it felt like a gamble bringing on three subs at that stage of the game, even though we had one left. Obviously, I guess I it was aware. two. Yeah, like yeah. It, I guess he it, it was making a double change
0: by the yeah. looks of things, and then obviously they... still
1: like bringing three three players
0: into the game. Yeah. It didn't
1: feel didn't feel like it was necessary but but we got through it so.
0: that, this is yeah. it it's hard to be too critical yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day it's worked and
2: you know it's sitting second in the league i was say to Richard before like how many times have we come on and done a podcast where we battled a team and drawn 1-1 yeah. or they've not got the win so today we got the job done and you know, when you get promoted, people kind of have this fixation, I think sometimes, that when a team gets promoted, you look back at World's the Spectacles and think you win every week for your 4-0 and you obliterate teams. Whereas well, actually, even under Roy Keane, which was a very exciting promotion season, there were so many games where we grounded out, where we scored a late winner or whatever. And that's what's going to be this season. It's not going to be playing sailing. As much as we're playing really good football on the front foot. And that's fine. We're going to have afternoons where we're grinding out. And the day but that felt like a really significant win, even so early it does. For me, I, I was talking to uh, my uncle after the game and I was like,
0: we would beat Bolton 1-0 in the Premier League. That's yeah. what that feels like. It's two teams that are really quite, you know, fairly similar. Like, in terms of, we were always... Fairly close to ball on the table, and we're probably going to be this season. To be fair, I don't think they'll be far away. Um, and that felt like a an actual game of football, like rather than like just us playing some fucking morons from yep. land, like yeah. the deepest, darkest. darkest fucking depths <laughs> of
1: Acrington. It felt like it felt like a, a side that both sides had played in the Premier League at some point. Well, they actually had some like fans here. Yeah, well. of fans. Didn't feel like it was their big
2: day out. There were singing nice songs people. that kind of alluded to it being their big day out. But. So, again, that's one of the privileges of being the rope around, you don't hear it. There was lots of just shit all I want to go home. From oh, Bolton? Right. From, from specifically Bolton? Well, specifically
0: Horwich Park, mate. Um,
1: <laughs> it's like the service station of the M60s. So.
0: Well, we all love a service station. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think on that note of service stations and Horwich Parkway yeah. it's time to alight this podcast yeah. at the next stop
2: wrong.
1: Hey, yeah.
0: do you want to get something else wrong?
2: Yeah.
1: I think I've
0: got the motorway
2: wrong view from, ball, from the view from row 3 roll three. in the spirit of Gareth Barker I in think it, it would be remiss no, not, the, not the fungal people who came the Peacock the day really good turnout You really good turnout ironically in the front row I didn't <laughs> go like
0: this, I didn't want to i did oh, something else darwin williams
2: really good really what good time job. did it what time did it start when it started at 1 30. a little bit later but no did. some good
1: no some good but good tails uh good ham and peas did stuff you up. eat as many as you could no i just
0: had one you should have eaten as many as you could i told you have as many as you could so that no one else could have any uh, yeah yeah uh, really thanks to all the uh donations to the food bank as well obviously that's uh, uh much appreciated by all uh, uh, yeah. What else do we need? Oh, we're playing on Tuesday night. Which, uh, yeah. I don't really, I don't really care about that now. Anyway, that's uh, that's enough now. So uh, thanks for listening.